You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money, but if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. So he went to the bar and, and watched the game, and she said, well, you know, he's going to pay more for drinks than he would paying the $6 for Peacock. And I said, it's not the point of the money. It's finding out how to get the Peacock on your television right that's the hard part so it was worth it for whatever he had to pay for three beers or whatever he uh he consumed that night it's the principle this is the zabe cast from the mean streets of mclean virginia to the harvard of the west uc santa barbara you got 30 minutes for some honest conversation about sports life and more well good buckle up and let's go Coming to you from a glorious and toasty warm Sunday morning in the studio. Welcome to the Zabecast. No, the two games on Sunday are not included in today's episode. And I make no apologies for it because I want to enjoy them. 
I don't want to have to worry about, okay, all right, where are my notes for the games? Okay, all right, fine. I'm going to record 10 minutes on the Packers-Cowboys, and I'm going to hurry up and go watch the Rams and the Lions. They're going to do 10 more minutes on that before I go to bed. Nah, you're just going to have to wait one more day. But we have so much to get to. And Andy Polin, I'm going to say you'll never guess where he listened to, or excuse me, I've already blown it. I would say you'll never guess how he consumed the second half of the Chiefs-Dolphins game. But if you know Andy Pollan at all from his days with me on the Team 980, I bet you've got a pretty, pretty good idea. But he'll be on in just a second. But I got stuff to get to before Andy because I know Andy will probably be, meh, whatever, on the topics I'm going to bring up right now. Topic number one, this damn league. And especially those that are upset the league is asking people to help shovel out Highmark Stadium for the game on Monday, which as of this recording on Sunday morning, there is still, it's still not a lock it'll be played on Monday afternoon. I don't know how bad the weather is in Buffalo, but I know this is Buffalo. It could be worse than you and I and anyone who has never lived on that side of Lake Erie can even imagine. And I was reading about the details of how you have to you know, shovel out the stadium, and I'm like, yeah, this could be a problem if they get that lake effect snow and the snow machine turns on and it just doesn't stop. I also learned about something for the first time called the Clegg Impact Score. What is the Clegg Impact Score, you ask? Well, it's a measurement of how hard the surface of a field is. According to the NFLPA, for a field to pass the test, and mind you, Buffalo's field does not have the rows and rows and miles and miles of heating tubes like Arrowhead had installed years ago, like Lambeau Field has. It's just got good old-fashioned hard field turf. The Clegg Impact Score is measured with the Clegg Impact Tester. C-L-E-G-G. Who's that? I I don't know. Uh, Rudolph Clegg? Uh, Alistair Clegg? Jerry Clegg, I don't know, some guy named Clegg, I'm sure, said, oh, I got a way to measure how hard the field is. According to the NFLPA, for a field to pass the test, it must measure below 100 units of gravities on the Clegg impact test. (laughs) And believe it or not, in a game between the Lions and Panthers in Charlotte just two years ago, The field tested out at a maximum of 150 units of gravities. (laughs) Players on both teams complained about the hardness of the field. This is in Charlotte. Anyway, uh, the Highmark Stadium field will likely need to be warmed by heaters. There is no complex and expensive underground heating system. And then, you know, you got the fans helping shovel out the stands which is fine if it snows and then it's not too much snow and the snow stops. 
if it's a lot of snow and it keeps snowing, we could have problems. Now, there was a lot of easy pot shots being taken at the NFL for, oh, cheap labor for billionaire owners. And I get it. It's an easy slam dunk, but it's so, so dumb because think about it. Is there a company on the ready that can take a job like this that has a body count of 250 plus able-bodied men and I guess women to shovel out a stadium with the trucks and the resources and the tools and everything else that has a robust 401k and a health plan and they employ these people at a sensible wage and that's their job? What do you do for a living, Bill? Oh, I uh, shovel out stadiums. Oh, really? After snowstorms? Yep. How's the work? Eh, Sporadic. There's no one else to do the job, people. And what do you want the NFL to do? To say, well, we're having the game. You can come if you want. But there'll probably be a pile of snow where your seat is. You could bring a shovel, but I'm not sure where you would put the snow other than right next to you where the other guy you're supposed to be sitting with is. It's a whole operation. So that's number one. There is no humane way to uh, source out this job. Also, it's a job that cannot be done by heavy machinery, not in the stands. They'll need the machinery down on the field when they get the snow chutes that then load all the snow up into the trucks to take it out of the stadium and off the field. But guess what? There ain't no machine that can clear out snow from stands. It is hard, hunch-over, back-breaking work. <laughs> Get into the cracks, uh, chip away at the ice, uh, make sure you get that drift that's underneath there, and okay, I got it, all right, bring it over here. I mean, it's a pain in the ass. And of course, stadiums have been cleared out by fan bases for time immemorial, as the saying goes. And it's often viewed by the fans as a sense of community, as a sense of, yeah, we're going to get it done. My team is going to go out there and play tackle football professional style on that field in two degree weather. And the least I can do is come help shovel out the stands. I'm in. Oh, and I get 20 bucks an hour. Oh, and I get a free, a cup of hot soup and maybe a a souvenir hat. I'm in green Bay's done it this way for years. It's never been an issue. Buffalo has done it before. Most famously was when Philadelphia on the verge of going to the super bowl for the first time in years, Back in the early 2000s, this would be the T.O. years with McNabb, they had a big old snowstorm right before the NFC title game, bitterly cold, asked for volunteers to come shovel. One eagle psychopath did and got like third degree frostbite and almost lost a, a hand because he didn't bring gloves. I think other leagues and people are just jealous that the NFL has such loyalty that fans would come and show up and shovel out stadiums for them. But again, who else would do it? And at 20 bucks an hour, can you really say it's low paid labor? It's the most unskilled labor there is. Uh, All right. How do I do this job? Well, you take this shovel here. See that white stuff? Mm Mm-hmm. Scoop it up. Yep. You got it. Carry it over here onto the chute. Oh, yeah, that's easy. So do I, how, how many times do I need to do that? Just do it until the snow's gone. Just over and over and over again. I got it. Honestly, it's a job that should pay about $4 an hour.
in terms of its skill. But hey, it's the NFL and people want to take shots. Also, people are upset about the game being postponed because we've gone soft. (laughs) Again, it's not a matter of players not playing in the cold. Hell, last night was brutal, but they got it done. Heaters on the sideline. Uh, Kaylee Hartung reported that the temperature between the 30s was about 45 degrees, which is not bad. And the field was heated, so it was also not bad. They don't let teams inflate, or not inflate, they don't let teams warm the footballs which I think is stupid because you saw the punts and the kicks not being very good. I don't know why you wouldn't just say, well, yeah, we're going to keep the footballs in a box that's heated, so we're playing with decent equipment. No, it's the elements. It's the tough guy nature of it. I I don't see what appeal there is of that. But, yeah, people upset at the uh, Bills game getting moved to Monday because they got to work. I understand that. Although I'm looking forward to it. I like the 2-2-2 lineup, to be honest. And they're mad about the Peacock thing, which I'll get to with Andy. Now let's really quick talk about the Rooney rule among coaching hires. It's getting to be very problematic now. Because currently there's four guys out there you would hire on the spot. You don't need to interview. You don't need to go, hmm... Not so sure. Teams will if they're interested, but you wouldn't need to because of their track record. And they are, in not any particular order, Belichick, Carroll, Vrabel, and Harbaugh. Those those four guys are no-brainer hires if your team and your owner has already made the judgment of it's okay to hire a guy who's old like Belichick or Carroll knowing it's not going to be a forever coach or a 10 or 15 year coach. We're fine with that. Do Belichick and Pete Carroll know how to coach in the NFL? Ah, yes. I understand that minority representation in the coaching ranks was woefully under what it should have been. And so the Rooney rule has helped definitely move that needle. And we now know it's not about getting any brother in there as a head coach. It's about getting the right brother in there. Because D'Amico Ryans is getting guys hired. I would say maybe he got J- Jared Mayo hired, but you know we didn't know how D'Amico Ryans would be. And they already had apparently a succession plan in place for Gerard Mayo in New England. Antonio Pierce, though, I think he's definitely getting hired at least partly on the strength of what D'Amico Ryans has done as a almost recently retired young African-American coach with the Houston Texans. So it's not about just going, uh, Lovey Smith, uh, David Cully, Steve Wilkes, uh, Brian Flores, get in there. It ain't about getting any brother. It's about getting the right brother. It's about getting a guy who can coach. And now here's the problem you got teams that are now probably panicking, thinking, all right, we got to go through the Rooney rule. we got to interview minorities. Remember when teams, some teams are having a problem getting minorities to even interview because they felt like, oh, I already know they're going to go with some other guy who's white, and I'm not even going to bother with the process. They were turning down interviews. So there could be a race now where, let's say, Two teams know they're both going after Harbaugh. And 
they want to make sure to land their guy. Being first is always the most important thing, and, and of course, with the most money. And yet they've got to go through the Rooney rule. That's going to be more of a problem. And the last thing about the Rooney rule, which is challenging, is that when are you ever going to dial it back? When are you going to say, okay, we, we've, we've, we've done good. we got a good mix of candidates. Any stigma on hiring a black coach has pretty much been eradicated. We have, as our end zone signage says, ended racism. So we're going to dial it back. Just a click or two. Oh, my God, what are you doing? You know that's what some people are going to do. They're going to scream bloody murder. You're never going to be able to sunset it. You're never going to be able to hang the virtual mission accomplished banner. So it's going to be more and more problematic going forward. I think it did its job. I think now it's pretty clear. Teams are going to hire the guy they think is the best fit. It's a copycat league as well. And so therefore, I mean, D'Amico Ryan succeeding, that's the best catnip for young black coaches you could possibly have for NFL owners. They're going to say, get me one of those guys. Pierce, by the way, was smart in that he did two things. Number one, he dominated the podium when he got the interim job. He sounded great at the podium. Tough guy. This is what we're going to do, et cetera, et cetera. The second thing is he won over the players right away. They win their first game with him as interim coach. He's like, Smoke all the cigars you want in the locker room. <laughs> and the players are like, I like this guy. And so now guys like Max Crosby are saying, if they don't hire Antonio Pierce, I'm going to ask for a trade. Which, as we saw from Austin Eckler this past summer, oh, you can ask for a trade all you like. You're not necessarily going to de- get it. But I don't think any team wants to have a potential star, a star player potentially pissed off because you didn't hire the coach that he explicitly said, You should hire this guy. Then there's this with the NBA. Speaking of things that are getting to become more problematic and was kind of predictable, load management has been the scourge of the NBA ever since Greg Popovich introduced it. Actually, it's the twin scourge of the NBA. Flopping is scourge number one. Number two is load management. Load management is a concept that was unthinkable to those of us old enough to remember, oh, pro basketball in the 80s or even 90s. Jordan missed basically no games as a pro and played every year deep into June. Load management was becoming a bigger and bigger problem. So the NBA said, okay, we got a TV deal coming up. These networks are like, I don't know, a lot of these big you know, marquee games that you're promoting like Thursday night, Celtics, Bucks, Battle of the Beasts of the East. We end up putting them on TV and they're duds because star player A, star player B says, you know what? I'm out. I need to rest. I'm tired. So the NBA, because they're worried about the new TV deal, said, all right, we'll make some some new rules. We'll say that you can't win any major award if you've not played 65 or more games. And these awards, player of the year, rookie of the year, blah, 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 all pro, it's not just an honor that might have a small contract bonus. These awards unlock supermax status for contracts that become astronomically large. So it was an important thing, at least on paper. Now, has it happened a lot where players have won these awards without playing 65 or more games? 
The answer is no. This uh, story I read said it's only happened like 11 times since, uh, I don't know, since the 80s or something. But that said, it was a move the NBA made. Okay, here's your counter move. Instead of load management, we'll just do it as a team. We'll just tap out collectively as a team. That's what the Celtics did Thursday night against the Milwaukee Bucks. A lot of people salivating for this matchup. The second of four clashes in the regular season between these two teams expected to vie for a chance to go to the finals in spring. And the problem was the Celtics were coming off of two really hard games. A 133-131 loss to the Pacers. High tempo, high scoring, high energy on Monday. And then a bruising overtime win against the very good Timberwolves, best record in the West, um, on Wednesday. And so collectively, they're like, well, shit, we got another game tonight? All right, well, we're just going to tank it. So they started their starters and then pulled them out by halftime as they were getting absolutely annihilated. And therefore, guys like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they got credit for playing a game, but they tapped out at halftime. And if you've spent a lot of money, because you're like, oh boy, this one is going to be an NBA barn burner, and you went to the game, you were not only disappointed, you were arguably defrauded by the NBA. And so I don't know what the next move to this is. I'm not sure there even is a solution. By making all rounds in the NBA playoffs best of seven, the impetus to play in the regular season is even less now because every postseason series is going to have that much wiggle room to rally from down 0-2-2-1-3-1 than before. It's a fun league. It's a league full of incredible athletes, uh, colorful personalities, most of them good or good enough guys, a, a handful of douchebags like Draymond Green, who still is not back, by the way, after his indefinite suspension that lasted 12 games, and they've played three games without him, they've gone one and two, and now they're like, well, when's he coming back? I keep saying, what are they waiting for? <laughs> he was with the team playing this year already. He doesn't need to work his way back into shape. He's not coming back from eight months off from a shattered kneecap. You suspended him for being a dick. Now put him back in. <laughs> I don't get it. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be easy like Andy Poland. We'll be easy like Sunday morning. Where did he consume the second half of the Chiefs and Dolphins on Saturday night? We'll find out next. You are listening to the Zabecast. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. 
Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the Betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's my bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways, better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code Zabe, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand dollars. Now make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money, but if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. There's not a lot of songs quite as good as this one right here. And appropriate that I connect with my longtime former radio colleague, Andy Poland, as we are easy like Sunday morning. Nothing to do, Andy, all day. 
but wait for two more football games. How you doing, buddy? All right, I was hoping for three, but uh, uh, weather took care of number one, so we'll have to wait for uh, two more. So wait, do you not like the 2-2-2 two, two, and two lineup? I like it better than 2-3-1. Yeah, I suppose, you know, I mean, uh, I'm kind of used to a Sunday, which starts football watching at one o'clock and winds up whenever I fall asleep on the Sunday night. (laughs) Well, the hardest part will be the waiting. You know, you and I are going to have to sit around going, what are we doing all the way until 430 in the East? I realized as I've gotten older and become a partial empty nester that it's not so much that old people move south once they get old for the weather. Yeah, that's a big part of it. It's because they're bored. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, I've never felt this bored in the winter before. And I was trying to you know, figure out why in the past, in the last 10, 15 years, did I not feel as bored in the winter? And I think the answer is simple. My kids were around. They had things to do, places to go, activities. Once that ends, Andy, what the fuck is there to do? I don't know. I've been an empty nester a long time. I uh, I seem to find things to do. I like to do things that you don't necessarily do. Well, like I reading. know. Yeah. Go, go biking and read. Well, they're indoor things as well. I guess yeah, for me right. as a golfer, I'm like, well, you know, there's. I could go outside, but what am I going to yeah. do outside? So there you go. So I don't golf when it's good, and I don't golf when it's bad, <laughs> so it doesn't bother me. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to have to tease out my theory on uh, old people move south, not just because of the weather, but because they're bored. We'll do that later. Uh, so let's talk about where you consumed, I'm using that word purposefully, the second half of the Chiefs and Dolphins game. I consumed it on the radio, uh, the, the second half. Now, let, let me let me explain. Under, please tell me under your sheets, like a yes. 10-year-old with a flashlight and your transistor radio. Please, 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 However, please, 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 I, I, please. I, I, I was listening. I was not, not actually listening on an actual radio. I was oh. listening on a phone app okay. to, the, to the station. But uh, here, here's what happened when I found out it was on Peacock, which I don't have. And like... A lot of people my age, I began to think, oh, God, what am I going to do here? <laughs> so um, I called my daughter and I knew they had it. Uh, and so she said, yes, uh, you can come over and watch. And then she thought, wait a minute, I can take advantage of this. Why don't you come over and watch? And Bradley, her husband, and I, and I will go out to dinner and you can watch the baby. I said, great. So uh, I went over to their house and I watched the first half and they went out to dinner and they came back and she says, <laughs> she says. So wait, hold on. By the way, I, as much as I want to rip you, Andy, for not having Peacock and being that guy, you really pulled off an amazing double dip. You got to see your grandchild and yep. and, and and be with your precious one while using somebody else's peacock and giving your daughter and your son-in-law a precious night out. Right, win, right. win, win. That's a triple win. Exactly. So they, they came back before halftime and she said, well, I got one for you. And she said, there was a guy at the bar who's about your age. And he says to the bartender, oh, Thank goodness you have the game on because I called my son and asked him how to get Peacock. And I said, doesn't it come with Netflix? And he said, no, dad. So so he went to the bar and 
and watch the game. And she said, well, you know, he's going to pay more for drinks than he would paying the $6 for Peacock. And I said, it's not the point of the money. It's finding out how to get the Peacock on your television. Right. That's the hard part. So it was worth it for whatever he had to pay for three beers or whatever he he consumed that night. It's the principle. is what people are saying. It's the principle, and it's about trying to desperately slow the NFL down from doing more of this, which I don't know what you think, but assuming the numbers are not a disaster, more of these are coming. Absolutely. Oh, no, no. This is The NFL knows there's nothing they can do to screw this up. They're giving you enough free content that if they want to stick it to you with these other things, they know it's not going to hurt them. And and what happened here is going to happen more frequently. And John Skipper said this. Now, you know, I don't know whether he said this under the influence of what ultimately caused him to leave ESPN, but he said we're not that far away from a pay-per-view Super Bowl. Yeah, I've heard that before. It was cocaine, Andy. I know you have a hard time saying that. He uh, <laughs> had a cocaine problem, but okay. Uh-huh. Um, no, th- th- this has been talked about, pay-per-view Super Bowl. I don't believe the NFL is thinking about that would ever go that way because once you make the Super Bowl a pay-per-view event, it now removes it from being a pop culture landmark in American in, in the American landscape. You don't want that because it'll make it so that a lot of people opt out because they only watch one football game a year anyway, the right, Super Bowl. So why would you make that harder for the casuals to get in on that one day? Well, the casuals, there may become more Super Bowl parties that that more and more people are going to have them. And that's really where the casuals watch it. They, you know, and that's why I don't go to Super Bowl parties because people ask stupid questions while the game is going on. (laughs) In theory, if the the Super Bowl was a Mm pay-per-view and you don't go to parties, would you pay for it? Yeah, I would. Would you like it? No, but I would do it. <laughs> would you rail about it on yes. your radio show? Yes, I would. <laughs> on 630, the sports capital, Washington, D.C. Exactly. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I love the memes off of this because many guys were like, this is bullshit, man. I'm not paying for Peacock. And then they go ask their wife and the wife says, yeah, we already have Peacock because <laughs> she's already ordered it. This was my favorite meme post about that. Me, the NFL players are in playoffs are on Peacock. I'm not paying for that. Wife, we already have it. And then me, here was the clip. I didn't know that. I just, uh, you're telling me now for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that we had Peacock. You're telling me that for the first time. We had Peacock, got rid of it. Got it back again because my wife wanted it for the crown or something like that. It's been mm-hmm. on and off, on and off. Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. It is the way of the future to a large extent. The, the bigger problem is it is confusing to explain to people, and not just older people, but anyone not familiar with streaming, how the whole ecosystem works. Isn't Peacock on my Netflix? Well, no. Like, there's several layers. First of all, you have to have a device that catches streaming content. And that could be a Roku. It could be uh, a Fire Stick. It could be an Apple TV device. So there's the device. And then there are the services. There is uh, Disney+. Plus. There's Peacock, which is NBC's streaming version. There's ESPN+. Plus. And then there's different tiers underneath that where you can buy commercial-free for some of their content. 
Many people bitch, Danny, about why am I having to see commercials in an NFL game when I'm already paying for it? And the answer is simple, because you're not going to have the players play nonstop. That'd be idiotic. Right. right. Well, also, you know, this is how ESPN got mega rich, is that they they uh, charge you the highest rate on your cable to be on it, and uh, they, they also sold commercials. They were double-dipping to the highest degree for a long time. Right, and they bought so many rights to so many leagues that right. they dared cable and satellite operators to drop ESPN from one of their basic tiers. And then they jacked the price up. So they made it so that you wouldn't dare drop ESPN. It's become known as the sports channel, even though it was the most expensive at, what, 8 $9 per subscriber. I think it's more than that now. It might Probably. be like over $13. And, and, what it, and the latest is, I'm sure you've, you've seen this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're looking to get in bed with the NFL, and they're, they're gearing up for total streaming. I think they realize that cable is looking at them as the highest priced item and people are bitching about their cable costs and to lower it, they just knock them off and that's fine. They'll start their own streaming and they'll probably be able to pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. That is talk about the axis of evil, the NFL and ESPN, which brings me to my next story regarding the four letter Connecticut woods based cable channel with the four red letters of all the stories, of all the ESPN-y things you've ever done, this one might take the cake. ESPN being forced to return the <laughs> Emmys that they received for their programming because they submitted fake names just so their front-facing talent could get a little gold statue. Right. NATAS, the National Association of Television artists and society or whatever the hell it stands for found out that ESPN was pulling this trick. If college game day won an award that the host of college game day, like say Chris Fowler back in the day or now Reese Davis, they wouldn't just automatically win one of those trophies. He would have to win it himself for best, you know, live pregame host. There's one award for that. He'd have to win it. Otherwise, The show wouldn't give a trophy to him. They'd give it to people that were working on the show. The key grips and the gaffers and the production assistants and everyone else. So ESPN said, okay, we got a plan here. We'll submit (laughs) fake names of all these behind-the-scenes people. And then when we get the trophy, we'll uh, strip off the engraving and we'll get somebody to engrave Reese Davis, Kirk Herbstreet, Lee Corso, and give them the awards. And right. Natus found out about this because your girl Linda Cohn, Andy, yes, she went to, she went to Instagram <laughs> to say how hashtag grateful she was for her fourth Emmy, and she had a yes. picture of all four of them. And right. somebody from Natus said four Emmys for Linda checks records. We didn't give her four Emmys. Where is she getting four Emmys? So they quickly unraveled the plot. And even though it seems silly, this organization knows their own credibility is at stake if they don't do something. So they said, fuck this. And they go, give us the trophies back now. And ESPN had to scramble and tell their talent, including (laughs) Shelly Smith, who's no longer with the network and probably gave The Athletic this whole story, 
She said they go, yeah, uh, that trophy, do you still have it? Do you still have it? You still have it, right? Yeah, uh, I need it back. It's it's actually serious. And I need right. it now. And Shelly Smith is like, what? Why? <laughs> Did you see, by the way, the chutzpah of how they applied for these awards? <laughs> they made up fake names based on the initials. Like Kirk Herbstreit was like, Ken Howard, or something like that. You know, Linda Cohen was like Lucy Connor. You know? Right. It, it was. It was like Kirk Herman, and yeah. and and Lee Morso. It was so dumb. no same initials. I, so oh, I guess, same initials. Okay, same so they initials. wouldn't mix it up. Yeah, right. They, they, I mean, and the guy who was behind all this, there was like this firing last August, and he thought Lee wow, Fitting, right? Lee That's Fitting, his name. Yeah, and and and, the, and this was this was like after they had fired all the you know the Keyshawns of the world and you thought they were done. And so where did this come from? Well, they got him and you know where his new job is? Fox. WWE. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) of course. Well, sure. That makes sense. Now, one of the excuses they made was you have no idea how jealous and how petty and how narcissistic these talent are on, on, on set. And they needed to get these awards. Otherwise they'd be angry. One front-facing talent said, that is so overblown. We're not that way, and we understand if the rules are the rules, then it's the guys that get them behind the scenes. Right. Well, they also have this philosophy, like uh, like everybody should get the same thing. You know, Dan Patrick was one of the few that had an office when he was there, Yeah, but he wanted a television in his office. It's a television network. And he was told, <laughs> no, if we give you a television, we have to give one to everybody. So are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted a television while working at a television network just exactly. to keep an eye on things. And they go, nah, can't do yeah. that. Can't yeah. Do it. I mean, this is like the this is the equivalent of a participation trophy, mm-hmm. but it's worse because it's a silly trophy in a very narrow category. Like, oh, college game day won best pregame show. Well, fuck, how many are there? Four? <laughs> You know, these are so dumb. It reminds me of the radio awards that our station used to apply for. Remember those? The big glass. Yeah. And are they proudly displayed somewhere? Well, they're actually, I'm sitting in my office now looking at them. Uh, They're up on a shelf, but I can see them. (laughs) Right. Okay. And, And I must confess, I have said this before, I have purchased the four laminated plaques from Talkers Magazine for being no. one of the top 100, Andy, most important, important sports talk radio hosts in America. Had quite a run from 2017 through 2020, four years in a row, barely in the top 100. I was 89, 97, 94, and then 77. And when they sent me the offer via email, hey, you were named by Talkers Magazine. Never heard of them. In the top 100, do you want a plaque to commemorate it? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I should get one. And I looked at the price, and it was something outrageous, like $179. Mm-hmm. And I said, fuck all that. But I did reply back in an email, you know, I wouldn't mind getting all four from previous years as well. If I get all four, can I get them for 79 bucks a pop? And I thought <laughs> they'd be like, I thought they'd be like, yeah, no, we don't do that. They go, yeah, sure. <laughs> So they sent them to me. So they're in my office, my studio office here at home as almost kind of a joke, but also decoration per se. And Mm. part of me thought, Andy, if I buy their overpriced plaques, they might keep me in the top 100. 
Good Guess thinking. what? Awesome. Guess what? They narrator. They did not, in fact, oh, keep him in the well, top one hundred. They were probably pissed that you chiseled them down on the. <laughs> yes, I guarantee it. They put a note in my file. Okay, <laughs> chisel us for the plaques. We needed the money, but don't give him any more awards. Right, but here's the thing: it's just like the guy who finishes last in his medical school class. What do they call him? Doctor. Doctor. Exactly right. Doesn't matter if it's 99; he's in the top 100. Exactly right. Okay, so uh, your thoughts on the games yesterday? The Texans destroy the Browns, 45 to 14, and to rub salt in the wound, Cleveland now has to fork over the Texans' number one pick as part of the Deshaun Watson trade. Watson was there on the sideline, uh, got a lot of face time as the blowout was unfolding, as C.J. Stroud continues to be an absolute phenomenon. Yeah, he is He is remarkable, and there, there's got to be more, though, to that than just him. I mean, he's good. I'm not taking anything away from him, but nobody makes a complete turnaround like that unless there's some talent on the roster. Quarterback certainly helps. Oh, yeah. He didn't, he didn't do it alone, and and they've now got a coach who's who comes off the 49ers tree, which is a good good orchard to go uh, picking in. Right. And, uh, and then, you know, I think, I think that it's, it's a team that's been bad for a long time and has taken, you know, a lot of high draft picks that are coming together when you get the right quarterback. That's, that's, that's the lesson to be learned in the NFL. I think I said this with you last week. I said, how was he not the consensus one, one? Why was there even a debate? The gap yeah. between Stroud and Bryce Young is so huge. It's the Grand Canyon. How did so many experts get it wrong? But it's even worse than that because in the game, they point out that Stroud had one of the worst S2 cognition test scores mm-hmm. in the last however many years. Now, the S2 cognition test, as I recall, Andy, was added or what replaced the Wonderlick, which people said was biased and would often lead to artificially low scores oftentimes for black quarterbacks. I don't know if that's true or not, but they try to get a better test. The better test, which is supposed to just measure how quick can you see things? How quick can you recognize patterns, whatnot? He apparently tanked that thing. So it seems like the NFL is no closer after all the King's men, after all the combines and the scouting and the stopwatches and the tape review and everything else, they're no closer to knowing who can right. do it on sometimes, Sundays though, at that position. Sometimes, though, it works. Heath Schuler supposedly had one of the lowest Wonderlick scores ever, and he's a dope. You know, they said he he didn't he never grasped the playbook. Right. So it quote <laughs> works, but he was still picked fifth overall. Well, they chose to ignore that, but the but the fact every of the team is, will choose to ignore it. Like right. literally, there has not been a highly hyped quarterback in college that everyone thought might go first round that then plummeted and nobody took because oh, you know what? We did some testing. He's a ding ding dong. Yeah, hadn't uh, happened. I'm sure we could find we could probably find an example, but Johnny Manziel right had a coke problem. They still took him in the first round. Well, Tim Tebow couldn't him. throw a spiral. They still yeah. took him in the first round. Yeah, that's true. Denver took him. Uh, yes. I think wasn't that somebody. The show then? Somebody yeah. will take these guys. Yeah, but yeah. The, the whole juxtaposition of one franchise, the Browns, throwing everything at a at a bad guy in in uh, Deshaun Watson, guaranteed money, 
to try to save them and then having it blow up in their face literally two years later where they get killed by the team that they got from him uh, or got him from and then they have to give their number one pick to the same team. I know. It's well, unbelievable. It, 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 it is, but but you you have an owner there and Jimmy Haslam who had the same philosophy as Dan Snyder. You can fix any problem by throwing money at it. You can't do that. It doesn't always work. Yeah. Then the Chiefs beat the Dolphins 26-7. to Andy heard the uh, back half of it under the sheets with his transistor radio. How did Kevin Harlan sound calling the game on Westwood One? Ke- Kevin Harlan, I think, is, is great on radio. I, he I, is. I really I think he's good. And then, uh, what's his name? The, uh, the former uh, lineman. Um, oh, uh, Ross Tucker. Care. Ross Tucker is quite good, too. I think they're a good team. Yeah, Ross is a good guy. He got two assignments this weekend. One in Detroit, one in Kansas City. He didn't know which one would be a booth assignment and which one would be sideline. <laughs> he said he dodged a major bullet that the sideline job is in Detroit. <laughs> and it's not. Yeah. it was not last night on the sideline. Freezing cold, uh, but the players survived. Did you see your boy Robert Griffin III mounting the horse of the NFL should have postponed that game due to safety? I wake up on a Sunday morning. I don't see any reports of anyone dying because it was cold. Right. Well, if there's a, a flame, he's the moth that runs to it. So he saw something there and saw a way to insert himself, right? Just as he did in the in the McAfee situation, right? You know, oh, hey, I'm a talent. Uh, they they might come after me. No, no, nobody cares enough about you, Robert. Go away. Right. Bye, bye, Bobby. You know. Yeah. So that's that's what he does. That's yeah. his move. Uh, the the Dolphins were a team that scored 70 back in late September. Mm-hmm. And they went out to a 7-1 and one start, a 10-3 and three start, a 12-4 and four start. And we're still the talk and the darlings of the league. They got hammered by injuries, especially on defense, late. And then they lost one game that kept them from staying home for their first game of the postseason to get their legs under them. And that was it. The last three games for the Dolphins, 19 points, 14 points, and then seven points last night. The poor frozen Samoan Tua Tungavailoa, who I love, and the and the Dolphins were not built for that game. They weren't, but I, I like the philosophy of speed. I think that always works. And loading up on speed with and this coach, he he's a little Meshugana, but I think I like him. I, I really do. I, I think he's, oh, yeah. I think they're going to, and, and they're, you know, it's not a slam dunk that Tua gets an extension. They, they may go shopping for quarterback again. You know, they have to, Why? They have to invest. Well, you know, he didn't play all that well last night, did he? No, but I mean, so they're going to do basically what Denver's doing. They're going to go out and go, I oh, will find another quarterback somewhere. They can't be that hard to find. Well, they are hard to find, but are you willing to invest what it takes in Tua? I don't know. Then they might, you know, but that's that's the speculation that they're not 100% sold on giving him this huge contract extension. Okay. All right. So, as I mentioned earlier before he came on, today's games uh, will not be included because I'm going to sit and enjoy them and not worry about putting out a podcast. Quickly on the commanders, they have hired a general manager or a director of football operations. I don't know what his actual title is. He's a guy from San Francisco that everybody is raving about. Tell me what you know. Just what I've read. His name is Adam Peters, and uh, he seems to have a a great uh, ability to find talent. Now, I don't know how involved he was in the Trey Lance move to trade up and and take him three, which was a disaster. Yeah, what what about that? But, you know, if, if you find Brock Purdy is the last pick of the draft, 
you, you can you can spackle over that. And uh, you know, they do have a lot of talent there. And he he has worked in the New England organization. It's, you know, he's been in the league like twenty years. It's not like you know he's just some kid who who, who just stepped uh, stepped up. And I think I look the way this team has been run for a quarter of a century to have an actual person who's in charge of getting players. This has not happened really since Bobby Bethard right. 45 years ago. God bless Charlie Casserly, but Charlie Casserly was an organization guy. He had been an assistant. He didn't have the, uh, the I guess, the power really that, that Bethard had. And he made some really bad high draft picks, did some good things and free agency and some bad things. I mean, but this guy... This guy's coming in like Bobby Beathard did 45 years ago. He had worked for the Dolphins under Don Shula. And, you know, his 1981 draft is considered to be one of the best of all time. And his overall draft record, his years in Washington, not necessarily San Diego, were great. So if he can be in that league, this is this is going to be a great thing. Snyder bought the team when? 90, 1999. So mm -hmm. basically this is the first time in 25 years, a quarter of a century, that the commanders, the football team in Washington, formerly known as the Wolfed, formerly known as the Redskins, first time in 25 years, you got a shot. You yeah. got a real shot at being really good, not fake good, in the NFL. And that's, I feel very good for you, Andy, and the rest of the refugees who have stayed huddled in place for this franchise because you got a shot now and you got the second pick in the draft. Mm -hmm. You're going to hire a new coach. Who's the guy they're uh, targeting? Well, they're, they're targeting, uh, uh, what's his name? The, uh, the former Ben Johnson, the uh, offensive coordinator with the, uh, okay. with the Lions. All right. So they're targeting Ben Johnson, who is apparently a coveted guy. And you got the most cat. Well, if not the most cap room, one or two of the most cap room, but we know you can't buy teams in this league. Right, but but you you it now helps, have a situation though. where free agents don't go. Oh God, what a disaster that place is! It's not that way anymore. Right. And uh, you know, yeah, sure. I mean, they could they could whiff. And this is an owner who's never owned an NFL team before, and you know, but he seems to understand the big picture. He need, he needs to upgrade the facilities. He knows that. You know, there's a lot of things that they're doing, which you know are things that should have been done over the years. But we're not. So it is. And by the way, you know, we're 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 keeping a seat for you at the table. You know, we we, we have not given away your seat. So if really you'd like to come back. Yeah, you can come back. It's OK. I didn't you know? know you were I didn't know you were keeping the light on for me. I, I you know, I know you I know you've left. I know you've moved to another country. It's cold there. And uh, <laughs> it is very know. cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sometimes sometimes they don't have very good teams either. So. Uh, if, if you'd like to go, come if, back, it's, it's hoping for you. If they change the name back to Redskins, no, I, will, I will apply for Never citizenship happening. again. Will, will not happen. Will not happen. Yeah. Well, that was the team I rooted for growing up, the Redskins. I know. And they so died. Did I. So they died. died. So did I. They yeah, died. they died. I, but they, I, don't, they, I don't root for a zip code, an area code. I, I, I root for a team with a name, a logo, and colors that was perfectly acceptable for my entire life. And that died. That died on the altar of stupid, but you know, I can't change it. So it is what it is. I've mourned and I've moved on. Good luck to you guys. I'm, I'm happy for you. You got an owner who's going to step back and let the football people do what they do. A bright young mind from San Francisco, a coach who's going to be highly coveted. Uh, the number two pick to take a quarterback, which you surely will probably will be Drake may. 
and a lot of cap money to spread around, sprinkle around. The, the well, stadium is still a shithole, but that's right. okay. You're going to work they on that, that with the city. They admit it. They yeah. admit it, and they're working on. The uh, by the way, the, the Drake May thing is not a slam dunk. No, uh, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you saw this. Rick Spielman, who was hired by Josh Harris to, in an advisory role to help to get Peters and maybe a coach. Rick Spielman did an interview, and I don't know whether this was must have been before he was actually hired by Harris, but he said if all quarterbacks were available, including John Elway and Peyton Manning, he would take Caleb Williams number one. So well, they're not. I don't know how, well, you're not picking number one. Exactly. But Chicago may be willing to deal that pick if they're going to stay with oh. Justin Fields. Would you spend a lot of capital to move up to 1-1 one, one if? Here's, here's what scares me about Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is from Washington. Yes. And, and I, I just fear that that could be a problem. Um, playing in your hometown. I think it was with, for Chase Young. With it his clearly was for Dwayne Haskins. Yes. So I, I, I would not – that's what would make me say, he, I'm not sure that's the way to go. And there are some people, you know, everybody drafts – these drafting things, they have opinions, and some say, oh, yeah, clearly Drake May is the best. He's the best available. So who knows? I, I think Caleb Williams should be the one-slash-one, but I don't get to sit down and talk to him. I don't get to interview. I don't get to mm-hmm. research. I'm not going to research his – people and connections and hear stories about how he operates. I do get a little bit leery about him really liking the cult of celebrity that Mm -hmm. he enjoys as a premier athlete. The off schedule athletic talent is unbelievable. The highlights, but how is he on schedule? How is he within the framework of an offense? Can he learn to paint by the numbers for the bulk of a game in which they're giving you five yard outs, 10 yard ins, just take the money and keep going versus trying to make the spectacular play. I don't know. I'm not a football guy, but yes, I think he's the best guy. So moving up to get Caleb Williams would be a very peak Snyder type thing. If it happens. And and, and if he, if he enjoys the cult of celebrity, uh, the only encouraging thing is Snyder's gone. So that might not be as available to him under new ownership as it would have been in the past. True, true. But I also don't like it. If a guy is, you know, prone to that being around his enabling, you know, friends like exactly. he would be in Washington. So we'll see about that. All right. Uh, last one for you. I, of all the wizard stories I've seen, and this is not Gilbert Arenas bringing guns to the locker room. Nobody's going to beat that story. This one has to be a close number two. I couldn't believe it when I read it, and I had to reread it three times and double check it to go, this can't be a real story. Ryan Rollins cut by the wizards after shoplifting at target yeah i saw that yeah he's making over a million dollars a year 1.4 million dollars and he was caught by security cameras at the target in alexandria virginia shoplifting petty larceny little stuff less than a thousand dollars worth of goods things like body wash He makes $1.7 million. He was brought in in the package with Chris Paul for the Warriors, never played for the Wizards. It was the trade that, you know, would sent everything, everyone, whichever way. He was the 44th overall pick in the draft, but still $1.7 million. And he is there stealing shit from the target. What? Why, Andy? It's it's probably an illness. It's got to be something like that. Illness? Yeah. Wasn't raised right. 
Nah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, who knows? But there, there, there's obviously something wrong there. There's something not right when you're making 1.7 and you're stealing, what, 100 bucks worth of stuff? It's not right. Something, something's wrong there. Yeah, he didn't think the rules applied to him. He didn't Maybe. think I don't know. he didn't think there would be consequences because he's stealing candles, clementines, dog toys, and body wash. And they cut him because even though the charges will likely be nothing, Miles Bridges is playing in the NBA even though he agreed to a felony rap of beating up his girlfriend that keeps him out of Canada as a country. He would have survived this, except the wizard said it's too embarrassing, and you're probably just not smart enough for us to even have on the team. Oh my god, it's it's sad. Something's not something's not wired properly there. Most expensive dog toy and body wash purchase ever. One point seven million dollars for that. All right, Andy. um, Tonight, will you make it to the end of Rams Lions? I will attempt. I will attempt. Andy says I'll do my best. And you know what? That's all we can ask. All right, right, brother. It's not going to be radio. I'll have TV available to me. Okay. As opposed to last night. All right, brother. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. All right, Zabe. Take care. There you go. I paid my dues to make it. Just when you thought sports was so crazy, you're like, hey, I bet it can't get any crazier than this. You get stories like the ESPN Emmy story. And Ryan Rollins getting you know, nuking his $1.7 million salary, although it's probably still going to come. It's probably guaranteed. But pretty much bombing his own NBA career over body wash and dog toys. What in the... What is going on? All right. Enjoy the football today. That's what I'm going to do. My Sunday is now over the responsibility part at 9.49 a.m., and I make no apologies for it, but I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you did, please tell a friend. Keep the Zabecast Nation growing. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Full recap, Cowboys-Packers, followed by Lions-Rams, and then two more games on Monday. God willing, it looks brutal in Buffalo this morning, so we shall see. Thanks for listening. Rate and review, and we will see you tomorrow. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. 
Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today.